Act three of A Man's World, a play in four acts by Rachel Crothers. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Act three. Time. Six hours later. Eight o'clock the same evening. Place. Same as act one. Chandelier and both lamps are lighted. Shades are drawn in windows. At curtain frank wearing a house-gown of striking simplicity is seated by table sewing kitty on the couch is reading aloud kitty reading and fido runs and gets the ball f r o m from the water and takes it to his m a s t e r frank master kitty master and willie takes it to his f a t h e r frank you know that kitty no i don't frank look at it again kitty f a t fatter frank no no kitty f a t h father frank of course kitty what's my father frank why do you ask that kitty cause today at school two boys were talking about their fathers and one said his was a lawyer and one of them said his was a barber frank a barber kitty or a banker i don't remember frank oh kitty and they asked me what mine was what is he frank going to sit beside kitty he went away a long time ago you don't want him aren't i a good father don't i give you all you need kitty maybe i don't need one but i'd like frank like what kitty oh i'd just like to see him sitting round frank i love you as much as if i were your father and mother and sisters and brothers and uncles and aunts you have to be all those to me too you know because i haven't any we must tell each other everything and keep close and think all the time of how we can make each other happy mustn't we kitty if you want to make me happy why didn't you take me to see my picture this afternoon that made me very unhappy frank it made me unhappy too but i really couldn't take you dearie something happened i really couldn't take you i'm so sorry kitty but it's just downstairs i could have gone by myself looking at her closely have you been crying frank no no are my eyes red kitty your nose is frank do you love me kitty you bet frank how much kitty as much as stretching his arms out full length there is a knock at door frank oh you open the door kitty kitty marches to the door and opens it wide gaskell stands in the doorway kitty goody it's mr gaskell gaskell may i come in frank i i don't gaskell i'm coming i want to talk to you kitty don't you want me to hear it gaskell well to be very honest i would like to talk to just miss ware if you don't mind kitty i've got to pick up my paints i left all over the floor then i'll be back he goes out left closing the door gaskell i've been thinking since that since this afternoon i was a cad at least that's what i seemed to you i don't know what those other duffers were driving at oh i do know in a way but all i mean is that i love you and ask for your confidence frank i'm not angry now but i was then so horribly angry and hurt i could tell you who his mother was and prove it in a hundred ways but don't ask me to do that oh malcolm you must believe me just me look at me 
I give you the one love of my life. Gaskell, catching her in his arms. Frank! Frank, I love you. I love you. Gaskell, my darling, it was hell to doubt you, but I couldn't help it, dear. It was only because I love you so, because I want you to be the most perfect woman in the world. Do you understand? Frank, and don't you see why I wanted you, of all people in the world, to trust me in every way? Don't you understand? Gaskell, no not quite sitting beside her when will you marry me frank oh i don't know gaskell i want to take care of you you need it as much as any woman does do you love me frank i've tried not to gaskell don't say that why frank i haven't wanted to love anybody and when i knew i was beginning to care i didn't want to gaskell when did you know you cared frank oh when i began to fight with you you made me so awfully angry and then i was always wretched until we made up i began to know your step in the hall and when you opened the door and stood there i knew something strong and sweet something stronger than myself was coming in gaskell i'm a beast in lots of ways and stubborn as a mule but i can take care of you and i'll be good to you frank when did you first know you cared gaskell from the first minute i saw you frank oh every man says that you know that isn't true i wouldn't want it to be i'll tell you when i first knew you cared gaskell when frank do you remember that day it was it was sunday evening about three months ago you were here and fritz came in with some roses for me and you didn't look at me for the rest of the evening you talked to clara every minute gaskell oh come i wasn't quite such an ass as that frank you were you were just as silly as you could be and perfectly adorable when you'd gone i gaskell you what frank i won't tell you gaskell oh please tell me frank no gaskell oh please what did you do when i'd gone frank i won't tell gaskell i don't believe you love me at all do you frank um you haven't the faintest idea how much gaskell well tell me tell me how much frank i never can you don't know what it means for a woman to love only one man in all her life gaskell oh now frank frank it's true you're the one man malcolm that's why i've tried to resist it because it means so terribly much to me my life has been filled with other things you know with kitty and my work they absorbed me and satisfied me and when you when love began to crowd in to overpower me i was afraid it seemed almost like being a traitor to myself oh it means such a such an overwhelming thing for a woman to give up to love after she's she's been gaskell after she's been as strong and independent as you have been i'm the luckiest dog on earth i don't see how i got you frank just because you are you oh don't ever disappoint me be big and fine and honest always let me lean on you and worship you gaskell kiss me she puts her head back and he bends over her kissing her kitty opens the door and comes in standing amazed kitty is that what you were talking about kissing her gaskell no a man never talks much about that kitty going to frank and throwing his arms about her and kissing her fiercely she says i am the only man that can kiss her gaskell well let me see if i can do it like that frank no no kitty what made you let him do it frankie gaskell i'll tell you 
frank no no please i'll tell you after a while kitty when i put you to bed gaskell will you kiss me too kitty i'll kick you gaskell laughs frank oh kitty you don't mean that kitty yes i do you said i always had to take care of you frank yes but there's a loud knocking at door centre oh heavens go over there motioning gaskell away kitty i'll tell on you frank kitty you won't do that will you you never tell tales you know will you he hesitates a second then shakes his head gaskell in a very loud voice going to door if you'll come down to my room with me kitty i'll give you he opens the door clara is there waiting with the pillows coat etc which were borrowed oh i beg your pardon did you knock clara yes i did gaskell i'm afraid i was talking so loud nobody heard you i say kitty if you'll come down i'll give you well you can tell me what you want most when we get there after slight hesitation kitty goes to gaskell kitty i haven't forgiven him but i'd like to see what he's got kitty goes out centre followed by gaskell clara here's your coat i am so much obliged i wore it but i must say i was rather ashamed to after what happened frank i don't care now what happened clara why frank because something else has happened that makes that affair this afternoon seem very insignificant clara does it i thought you'd be so furious with every one of us that you'd never speak to us again i was really afraid to come up but i did frank i'm glad you did clara but i want to tell you i wasn't in it i didn't frank let's not talk about it sit down how was the exhibition clara a fizzle a perfect fizzle frank oh no i am so sorry clara cousin mabel didn't come at all some people she'd asked were there and of all the snippy snobs i ever saw they only stayed a minute and were so out of breath and asked me how i could possibly climb two flights only two mind frank good thing they didn't have to come to see me clara one woman asked me why i didn't have one of those lovely studios on fifty-seventh street oh dear what's the use bursting into tears i'm so discouraged i don't know what to do frank oh no you're not you're tired and nervous clara yes i am too discouraged i've tried just as hard as i can for ten years and scrimped and scraped and taken snubs and pretended i was ambitious and didn't care for anything but my work and look at me don't even know how i am going to pay my next month's rent i'm so sick and tired of it all i don't know what to do i'd marry any man that asked me frank now you're not going to lose your nerve like this clara i would i'd marry anything that could pay the bills oh i am so tired so tired of it all frank poor little girl it is a hard fight isn't it clara it doesn't pay i've been too terribly respectable and conventional all my life to succeed if i were like you you're so strong and independent you believe in women taking care of themselves frank i believe in women doing the thing they're most fitted for you should have married clara when you were a young girl and been taken care of all your life why didn't you don't you believe in that clara no man has ever asked me to marry him i've never had a bow a real bow in my life i've always been superfluous and plain absolutely superfluous i'm not necessary to one single human being i'm just one of those everlasting women that the world is full of there's nobody to take care of me and i'm simply not capable of taking care of myself i've tried god knows i've tried and what is the use 
What under heavens do I get out of it? If I were a man, the most insignificant little runt of a man, I could persuade some woman to marry me and could have a home and children and hustle for my living and life would mean something. Oh, I can't bear it, Frank. I can't bear it. I often wish I were pretty and bad and could have my fling and die. Sobbing, she falls on the couch, huddled and helpless. Frank, life has been dull and commonplace and colorless for you, but there are worse things than that. You've learned that life is easier for men than for women. You know what it is to struggle for existence. Come and help me in some of the things I'm trying to do for girls. I'd like to have you teach drawing and modeling in this new club we're opening. Clara, oh, would you? Frank, would you be willing to live there, to be one of the women in charge and help the girls in a personal way? Clara, oh, do you think I could help anybody? Frank, come over and try it, Clara, and see. You'll never wish again that you were pretty and bad after you've seen a girl come off the streets and get to be a decent woman. Clara, I don't think I could actually do anything. But, oh, heavens, Frank, I would like to get hold of something. Frank, you a rat-a-tat-tat at the door that's fritz clara wiping her eyes and blowing her nose oh dear i don't want to see anyone i'm going out through your bedroom i-i am so awfully grateful frank but i-i can't she chokes with tears and hurries out another rap frank opens the door fritz i would like to see you frank come in she goes to sit in armchair below the fire and fritz closing the door goes to couch fritz you think i have broken my promise you think i have been da, i have talked about you to leone dot is true but not in the way that you think i was very foolish and i argue with her and i say a very foolish think but it was not a bad think i mean it was not about you at all it was about you but it wasn't i don't think anything but what i always have and dot is that you are the best and the most honest woman in the world do you believe dot frank i want to believe it but oh fritz how could you discuss me at all i thought you were so different from the others i've told you everything how could you talk about it fritz i know i know i was one big fool but i lose my head and i said a thing i wish back frank and something else that disappointed me awfully this afternoon why on earth didn't you take the chance mr gaskell gave you to play fritz i couldn't frank it can't be because of malcolm gaskell himself can it fritz you must not ask me frank for goodness sake speak out i'm sick of suspicion and curiosity how dare they take kitty's picture down and try to squeeze something out of it how dare they of course they decided that he looks like me isn't it a joke let's not have any more made-up scandals if you have anything against gaskell go and tell him so like a man fritz you would like to believe in him above any man in the world frank i do fritz then i will tell him something somebody has got to do it for you but if anything bad should come of this frank oh i'm not afraid and he wouldn't lie to you fritz you are very sure of him don't don't let it don't let it mean too much to you if 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 he is not the man you think it would mean everything to you won't it frankie don't don't break your heart about a man i couldn't bear it if anybody hurt you he raises her hand to his lips and she slowly puts her other hand on his head frank you've been so good to me fritz fritz 
don't think i don't want to find him worthy of you i want you to be happy you know that don't you frank i do fritz he is a strong man he is a success he can take care of a woman he has not failed frank neither have you fritz fritz i have nothing to offer a woman frank you have to offer her what money can't buy for her fritz no the devotion of a lifetime don't count unless a man can say i can protect you from hunger and cold and keep you safe for always but but i would like to know that some man will do that and that he is worthy of you frank you dear old fritz your friendship is the most beautiful thing in my life oh fritz life is so hard love is such a sad mad awful thing it is the greatest danger in the world isn't it the love of men and women if we could only get along without it we you and i must be friends always fritz her voice breaks he tries to speak but turns and goes quickly out fritz heard in the hall no no don't go in leone i will yes i will i guess i can see her if you can leone rushes in i don't know what fritzy has been telling you and i don't care you said you wanted me to speak plainly so i suppose you'd like to hear what i mean and why i mean it i've come up as soon as i could get here frank well leone oh we can't be blind you know even to please you frank you mean kitty looks like me and you draw the self-evident conclusion leone oh no not at all we mean he looks like malcolm gaskell frank what leone why you ever let him come here why you ever undertook such a pose and expected to carry it out is more she stops as frank goes slowly toward her frank what do you mean leone i mean he's your child and malcolm gaskell is his father frank leone don't say that don't lie about a thing like that it's too awful why do you kitty isn't my child i can prove it by people who knew his mother leone impressed by the blaze of truth in frank's eyes then who who was his father frank i don't know who his father was leone for god's sake do you mean that haven't you ever had a haven't you ever seen the resemblance to gaskell frank no 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 of course not not the slightest bit in the world hurrying to desk and taking miniature out of drawer it isn't there at all he doesn't look the least bit like him see look they bend over the picture what do you see where what i don't see it not a thing do you leone well i you i i thought i did frank did they all say they saw it all of them leone yes no not all of them you can imagine anything in a picture frank what did fritz say leone he believes you and always has from the first frank but he saw the resemblance to gaskell thought he saw it starting that's what he meant that's what he's going to ask gaskell oh it can't be it can't be look again what did you think was like him i don't see a thing i'm telling the truth as i live i'd see it if it were there what is it you think is like him tell me what what leone through the eyes frank the eyes no i can't see it i can't see it it's imagination you can imagine anything in a picture you don't see it now do you oh leone any man any man in the world but gaskell sinking into chair at right of desk 
Leone. I'm sorry I stirred this up. I ought to have kept my mouth shut. It was imagination. Let it alone, I say. It's the wildest, most improbable thing in the world. Frank. But I've got to know. I've got to know. Leone. Let it alone. Good Lord, you can't stir up any man's life. You're lucky if it looks right on top. If you love him, take him. That's the point. Let it alone. Frank. Ah, uh, you don't understand. Whoever Kitty's father is, I've hated him all these years. Every time I look at Kitty and think that somewhere in the world is a man who branded him with the shame of... Every time I see a girl who's made a mess of her life because she's loved a man, I think of Kitty's poor little mother with the whole burden and disgrace of it and the man scot-free. I tell you it's horrible, the whole thing, the relation between men and women. Women give too much. It's made me afraid to love any man. I've prided myself that I never would because of Kitty. Because I saw and went through that, I feel almost as deeply, as bitterly, as if I really were his mother. Don't you see? Don't you see? Leone. I suppose it does make a difference when a thing is brought home to you. I've never thought much about the whole business myself. Men are pigs, of course. They take all they can get and don't give any more than they have to. It's a man's world. That's the size of it. What's the use of knocking your head against things you can't change? I never believed before that you really meant all this helping women business. What's the use? You can't change anything to save your neck. Men are men. Frank. If women decided that men should be equally disgraced for the same sin, they would be. Leone. Oh, yes, if, if. That's easy enough to preach. When it comes to morality, a woman never holds anything against a man. What good would it do if she did? She'd be alone. Why, see here, what if, just suppose, that Malcolm Gaskell were Kitty's father. You love him, and love is no joke with you. You've let yourself go at last. You've found the one man. What are you going to do about it? Throw him over? Because you happen to find a little incident in his life that doesn't jibe with your theory? Where will you be? What becomes of you, hmm? Not much fun for you for the rest of your life. He's the man you want. Take him. And thank your lucky stars you have him. That's all I see in it. Frank, it's all you say. He's the one man. But if it were true... Leone, well? Frank, if it were true... She shakes her head. Leone, oh, bosh. Then you can't marry any man. They're all alike. You know, we've worked ourselves up over nothing after all. I've been at the bottom of all that picture business. It was easy enough to sort of hypnotize the others into it. You can see anything in a picture, in Clara's pictures. I've always been looking for something to get hold of about you because I was jealous. I'm a fool about Fritz. Frank quickly puts a hand over Leone's. I can't sing any more. I can't sleep. I can't eat. I'm a fool and I know it, but I can't help it. Frank. Go away from him for a while, Leone. Get away and he'll go after you. Leone. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Frank. There it is. Love. What fools it makes us. Oh, I'm afraid of it. Leone. I don't believe this thing's true. Brace up. I don't believe it, not for a minute. Frank. I don't either now, but it frightened me when you... Kitty, opening door and pulling Gaskell in by the hand. Come on. He didn't have anything I wanted but this. Showing a large pocket knife, Frank goes quickly into her room. It's got four blades. Look at this one. Leone. That's a stunner, isn't it? Kitty. I can cut anything with it. 
Lione, mind you don't cut the legs off the piano. Kiddie, I could. I could cut off your legs too. Kiddie goes to curl up in the left end of couch, busy opening the blades of the knife. There is a pause. Lione, I think Frank wants you, Kitty. Kitty, oh no, she don't. Lione, looking at Gaskell, I've just been telling Frank. Gaskell, what? Lione, that I'm sorry for the row I kicked up this afternoon. I think everything is cleared up now. Gaskell, a row's a pretty good thing once in a while for clearing the atmosphere. Lione, well, I tell you, you never know anybody through and through till you fight with them. Good night, Kitty. Leone and Gaskell nod to each other, and she goes out closing the door. Gaskell going to right end of couch. Don't you think you'd better go to bed now and ask Miss Ware if I can't wait to see her? Kitty, what do you want to see her for? Gaskell, well, several things. Kitty, I don't know if I'll let you. Gaskell, oh, please. Frank opens her door and stands watching them. Kitty, I like you. Gaskell, I'm glad. Kitty, I'm much obliged for the knife. Giving his hand. Gaskell taking Kitty's hand. Don't mention it. Kitty, but that isn't why I like you. Gaskell, why then? Kitty, because I do. Frank moves a step toward them. Gaskell taking Kitty's other hand. That's the best reason in the world, isn't it? Frank, you must say good night now, Kitty. Kitty to Gaskell. Do you mind if I go? Gaskell, I'll have to stand it. Frank moves above the fireplace, still watching them intently. Kitty, standing upon arm of couch. I'm as tall as you are. Gaskell turning his back. Come on. Kitty climbing on Gaskell's back. Get up. Look, Frankie. Kitty laughs as Gaskell carries him across to the door left and puts him down. Gaskell. Good night, old man. Kitty. Good night. Frankie, you come in ten minutes. He goes in, closing the door. Gaskell. He gets hold of you when you're alone with him, doesn't he? When he says he likes you, it sort of makes a fellow throw out his chest. What's the matter? Why do you look at me like that? Frank. Nothing. Was I staring? Gaskell. Tired? Frank. Perhaps I am a little. Gaskell. It's been rather an exciting day. Your hands are as cold as ice. Have you got nerves? Frank. No. No, I haven't. Gaskell. You know... The more I think about what you've done for Kitty, the more I like you for it. Frank. Do you? Gaskell holding her by the arms. Yes, I do. It begins to sink into me what the boy means to you, and that you actually believe all your ideas. I begin to see how through your love for the boy and his mother's tragedy, you're sort of taken up a fight for all women. Frank. Yes. Yes, that's it. Gaskell. I never thought before that you actually believed that things ought to be the same for men and women. Frank. No, I know you didn't. Gaskell. But I see that you believe it so deeply that you think it's a thing to go by, live by. Frank. Of course. Gaskell. You couldn't get far by it. Frank. Not far. No. You wouldn't have asked me to marry you if Kitty had been my own child. Gaskell. Oh, I don't i love you i want you but when i knew he was not the greatest change came that can come to a man a radiance went over you i wanted to kneel at your feet and worship you that's the way all men feel towards good women and you can't change it no woman with that in her life could be the same to any man no matter how he loved her or what he said or swore it's different it's different 
A man wants the mother of his children to be the purest in the world. Frank. Yes. And a man expects the purest woman in the world to forgive him anything, everything. It's wrong. It's hideously wrong. Gaskell. It's life. Listen to me, sweetheart. I want to help you do the sensible thing about Kitty. Frank. What do you mean? Gaskell. Don't you see that you must let it be known positively who his mother was? Frank. That's just what I will not do. Gaskell. Wait. You've hurt yourself by keeping still about him. What good can you do him by that? You can't take away the curse that will follow him. He'll have to fight that himself. Don't you see it would be much better to tell the whole business while he's little, too little to know anything about it, and then send him away, put him in some good school? Frank. Give him up, you mean? Gaskell. No, not at all. I don't ask you to do that watch over him of course and be a sort of guardian but clear this thing about yourself what's the matter frank no turn your head that way sideways gaskell what are you looking at what do you see gray hairs the whole point dear girl is that you can't to save your life make things right for the boy frank you mean i can't take away the shame that his father put upon him gaskell yes frank what would you think of Kitty's father if you ever saw him? Gaskell. Oh, let's not go into that again. Nobody knows the circumstances. You can't judge. Think about what I've said. We won't say anything more about it now. He goes to her and turns her toward him. Do you love me? Frank. I shall never, never give Kitty up. Gaskell. I wish you'd tell me what you are looking at. You look as though you saw... Frank. What's the matter with you? Frank. Nothing. Stand over there. Gaskell. This is very funny. Frank. Oh, don't. Quickly putting her hand over her eyes. Gaskell going to her. Frank, are you ill? For heaven's sake, tell me what... Frank. I've got a blinding headache. I can't see anything. Gaskell. Do you want me to go? She nods her head slowly, staring at him. I'm awfully sorry. Why didn't you tell me before, and I wouldn't have? Frank, there's something the matter. You've got to tell me. What do you think you see? Taking hold of her. Frank, please go. Gaskell, are you angry? Look at me. Tell me what it is. Frank, please, just go. I want to think. Go now, please, please. I can't see. Hurt and a little angry, he moves backwards toward door. Oh, it can't be. It isn't. It can't be. It can't be. It isn't. It isn't gaskell what frank did you ever know a girl named alice ellery gaskell after a pause who told you that frank oh you did gaskell who told you who told you frank no one gaskell was it anybody here in this house frank how did you know her i mean oh tell me gaskell do you know the whole business frank i don't know anything gaskell you do you do frank no i don't i'm not prying into your life it isn't that but you must tell me something i've got to know i've got to know she drags herself to the couch gaskell goes to the fire and after a long pause speaks in a low hard tone gaskell it happened about six years ago i never said anything about marrying her she knew what she was doing frank did you did you desert her gaskell 
I didn't. She went away. FRANK And you never heard from her? GASKELL Never. FRANK Never knew what happened to her? GASKELL No. She left a note saying she knew then she'd been a fool and that she couldn't face the rest. I'm not proud of it, you know. I'd give a good deal to wipe it out, but it happened. Are you going to hold it up against me? Is that one of your theories? Who told you? FRANK No one. I knew her. I was in Paris then. She came to me. GASKELL and she told you who frank oh not that it was you no no gaskell how did you know then frank her child was born in my house gaskell what frank it was kitty gaskell no frank they've seen the likeness i've just seen it i had to ask you i had to know gaskell kitty frank kitty kitty gaskell don't take it like that i love you better than my life trying to take hold of her frank oh don't gaskell look here frank we love each other and we've got to face it frank yes we've got to face it gaskell nothing nothing can separate us frank we are separated gaskell only by your ideas frank my ideas they're horrible realities now because it's you gaskell frank frank every time i've looked at kitty i've cursed the man who ruined his mother and branded him with disgrace gaskell frank stop frank i've loathed and despised that man i tell you and it's you before it was someone else anyone someone unknown but now it's you 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 she stops they both turn with horror as Kitty in his nightclothes stands watching them, a little wondering figure. The curtain falls. End of Act Three. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine.